Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have on the show a bit of a panel, something a little bit different. We have on the show Matthew Gretsch from SME Business Sales and Fiona Yeend from our very own Aspect Legal, talking today about the topic of the importance of a strong relationship between broker, client, and lawyer. So today, Matt, Fiona, and I really drill into this topic and dig through what some of the elements are in ways that we can work together as advisors for the benefits of our client and also for our own personal satisfaction as well. (laughs) All right, this is an interesting one. We traverse some really interesting topics, but it covers some really important elements of not just how we together develop a strong relationship between lawyers and broker or advisors, but also about the elements that can contribute to a really good deal at the end of the day and a better result for our clients. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Buckle in. Here we go. Matt and Fiona, I just want to say a very big thank you for joining me today on today's expert panel. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Okay, great. All right. So today we're really talking about that topic of the importance of a strong relationship between broker, client, and lawyer. And, you you know, I guess what I'm hoping is that we can throw a few different perspectives in here, maybe talk a little bit about what that looks like when it's in its good form and maybe what it looks like when it's not in its best form and what the consequences of that are. But maybe, I guess, who wants to take it away? Does anyone here feel that they have a good shakedown perspective on it. I guess, Matt, what does a strong relationship between broker, client and lawyer look like from your perspective? I guess that's a good way to intro into it. Sure, no problem. Look, from my uh, point of view as a business broker, and um, you guys will know as well as I do, very few business sales go all that smoothly. There's always a couple of bumps along the way. But what I've noticed is the ones that are painful and drag on uh, are those where I don't have a good relationship with either the solicitor or the accountant. Those where we've got a um, a good chance of getting things wrapped up fairly quickly is when I've developed a relationship or the other sides have developed a relationship with me as well. Uh, with firstly the accountant and, and then the, uh, the solicitor, we find that if we're all three of us are communicating, uh, we seem to be able to iron out those bumps along the way and, and foresee some issues before they come up so we can um, sort of nip them in the bud, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good point. And and I think, you, you know, obviously this ability to talk together and solve problems together is good for each of us as professionals. Mm. But because, And I think it helps us do a better job at the end of the day. But it's, but the, the number one key thing is it's really a client-centric approach. The clients are the winners mm. out of us all wor- working together and supporting each other as well, I guess. And what, what's your thoughts on all of this, Fiona? Look, I couldn't agree more. It's It makes a massive difference to the client if 
they have three different people providing the best advice that they can give who communicate clearly with each other. Yeah. Because the worst thing for a client when they go bad is what happens is when the accountant gives one advice, the business broker gives another, and of course the lawyer has a third perspective. Yeah. And then they're stuck in the middle. They're the ones which they're the deals that I see where we have lots of challenges with. Whereas if we actually have all, if everyone in that group is on the same page, not only are you forearmed and forewarned for, for bumps that are coming, you're also able to communicate effectively between each other if you've got that strong relationship. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's about, you know, it's about doing the deal. And the deal is much smoother if you can communicate clearly. Yeah. And, and I guess one of the things I, I guess I should throw out there is the reason that we talking about this right at the moment on a podcast is, you know, we've all been working closely together on many deals and we've found in working together, there's been a a lot of benefits. You know, we like your style, Matt. (laughs) We love you working with (laughs) us. You You know, it's a a veritable (laughs) love. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe let's talk about, let's maybe talk about some of the element of what elements make it work. Uh, And maybe from Matt, your perspective, Maybe start with Mm us perhaps for some examples in the past where things haven't worked well. Have you got any examples of where, you know, a a rough interaction between the lawyers and the accountants or the other advisors has impacted Mm -hmm. deals? Uh, Yeah, yeah, quite a few actually. Um, (laughs) How long do we have, I guess? That's a good (laughs) one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's it's all been a learning experience for me as well. And I've got to say that uh, I've only been doing this for about five years, but I think I learned something new in each deal that goes through. And I think, you know, I'm not going to do that next time next time i'm going to do such and such mm. and uh an example of that was uh, uh, a business that i sold i think about 12 months ago and uh, went through the appraisal to the im got the buyer all happened reasonably smoothly we're on the market for about six months and um, we're about to uh, we're about to do the deal and um, i was talking to the accountant trying to get some information from him for, for some reason and i have to admit I, i'd only engaged the accountant or started a dialogue sort of late in the process and he said, oh, what, what price have you got for the business? And I said, X. He's like, oh, surely it's worth Y. I'm like, well, hang on, why, why do you think that? So then he got involved and gave his opinion of value. Mm-hmm. Um, so then there was a little bit of doubt in the uh, the client's mind or the vendor's mind as to what the business was actually worth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sat down with with the accountants and, uh, and had some market data, which was very handy and said so these are what um, other restaurants in this area have sold for, et cetera, and, um, you know, sort of you know, got the uh, the client across the line that way. But um, what I do now is I have that conversation with the vendor up front, say, have you, have you had evaluation done and introduce myself to the accountant and uh, you know, give them my opinion of what it's going to sell for mm. and it just uh, addresses those issues before they arise. Mm, fabulous. Yeah, mm. I, I absolutely love it. And so I guess from your perspective as well, what do you think is the benefit of having a close relationship? And, you know, I don't want to plug ourselves right here, but hell, you, but what what is the usefulness? Let's just talk about us from an abstract point of view. What's the usefulness mm-hmm. in having a close relationship with lawyers? And, and I just want to preface this by saying the reason that I'm asking this question is because I, I think a lot of brokers and advisors out there don't necessarily, I think they often feel like they're expected to have all the answers. And I I think quite often they don't have 
a large pool of or, or good sources of people that they can turn to. And yeah. I think part of the development of our relationship with you has mm-hmm. been maybe you've started to realise that um, you can utilise us as a resource as well. So I just want to yeah. talk about, you know, what are some of the benefits sitting on on your side as a broker, mm-hmm. as an advisor, in having people that you can turn to as a resource and, and how do you utilise that? Yeah, absolutely. And look, Fiona and I, I think, have done four deals together this year, I think. We're up to number four, maybe five. I'm, I'm starting mm-hmm. to lose track, which is a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been, yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but Loads. what I love about working with, with Fiona or both of you is that I'm not apprehensive about picking up the phone and saying, look, I've, I've got a deal coming through, a potential sale. Um, what do you think about this structure? Do you think this will work? So I know I can ring Fiona or yourself, Joanna, at any time and, and just run things by you. And I'm not made to look silly, which is important for me. Um, <laughs> it's not going to cost um, you know, the, the vendor or the client um, a silly amount of money uh, you know, putting these questions to you guys as well. And um, we, you know, we, we, we find the best way for the client to go forward. So, and there have been occasions where I've almost typed up sales advice, called Fiona and said, I just want to check something with you. And, and she's given me some good advice and said, well, why don't you do it this way? I'm like, okay, well, that makes perfect sense. Send it across and, you know, things go more smoothly. I explain to the uh, the client why we're structuring the deal in that way. They always nod politely and say, yep, if, if you think that's a good idea and the solicitor <laughs> thinks that's a good idea, then let's do that. <laughs> so that's what I particularly like it. Um, you know, in terms of working, especially with you guys, um, and you know, there, there are a couple of solicitors that I've worked with in the past as well who are okay with that sort of thing. But I, I find that most of them have their way, and they're like, "Okay, Matt, just send the information through. I'll take over from here." Which mm-hmm. you know, it's I, I sort of lose not not lose control, but I feel like I'm no longer involved in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I can I add on to that because I actually mm. really like that process, and it really makes it a lot easier for me because it means mm-hmm. that. Early on, I've got a heads up of what's coming Mm. and I can give Mm. some constructive input from the legal side. So it helps me actually not, you know, but shape it into something that's practical. You know, sometimes you get instructions and they say, this is what we've done. I go, oh, that's cool, but that's not realistic. I can't, it it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Whereas by having a close relationship and having that, that, that conversation and being able to give, you know, being able to give that input and being asked for it when they're a little mm-hmm. bit left of centre, it does make those different transactions go much smoother. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I actually think it's a win-win. Wins works for me as well. Yeah. yeah. I think it's also nice from a relationship perspective. You know, we really enjoy, you know, each of these transactions when they're part of a long-term relationship that you have as advisors together. Mm-hmm. Lots of things become easier working together to the client's absolute benefit at the end of the day because you know you learn from each other you learn the styles that work together but you also you know many brokers and advisors have very differing levels of interaction that they want to have in yeah. um, in matters and and I think having that ongoing relationship where you're doing multiple matters together we get a feel for what you as brokers and advisors you know how integrated you want to be how often you want to be communicated with how involved you want to be in the decision making and you you know I mean we're happy to play 
that however it's required, but it's it's mm. it's great from that long-term perspective for our clients as well to get that integrated approach because we both know how each other work and, yes. and we're moving these yeah. deals across really efficiently then, I think. Mm-hmm. I must add, I've certainly learnt that uh, getting an email every day from Matt's not an issue. <laughs> First thing in the morning, yes, Matt, this is where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or at 11 o'clock at night and you're still replying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take it personally, he just wants to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm the sort of person that I like being copied in on every email. I like to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but so, not everyone's yeah. the same. But but yeah. I guess, and, and it's all about, you know, everyone feeling that they have control over getting the mm-hmm. amount of information that they want and being yeah. looped in um, at times yeah. when it's most appropriate. But I think there's sort of other benefits from the legal side as well. Maybe, Fiona, it's useful um, if you wanted to talk to us about, you know, some of those issues that you've seen over time yeah. about the benefits of, you know, the advisors or brokers being there to be filling a, a void perhaps that can be a little bit difficult for us as solicitors in who we can and can't speak to. Yeah, so one of the things that I find that having a broker engaged throughout the wholesale process rightly and have no no issues with it is that I'm not allowed to talk to the other side's client, okay? I have to direct it through their solicitors. But sometimes you get to a point where quite, quite honestly, the two lawyers just aren't going to agree, you know, and you need someone to be able to get the purchaser and the vendor together and say, okay, let's just sit down together in a room and figure it out or this is the issue or do you understand this or for example my client might dig their heels in and say I don't you know no 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 and then Matt comes from a commercial perspective so if the the engaged broker can come in and they can sometimes break some of those bumps down from being you know massive mountains into small roadblocks that we can climb over and it's really that ability to engage at that alternative level Mm. you know it's being able to you know, sometimes I love my colleagues, I do, but sometimes a room full of lawyers is not the best option. Sometimes a room full of commercial people might get it done. Don't tell anyone I said that. Don't put it on the podcast. I guess I guess, I guess, the reality, though, is quite often we're dealing with advisors on the other side, like lawyers on the other side, who can be, let's face it, really, really slow. And sometimes... I think it just really works well to have someone like you, Matt, that can Mm. step in. And it's particularly great, I think, that you're really active with your clients because when you can step in and say to the other side, like, you know, hold on, you realise some of these hold-ups are because your lawyers won't talk to us or whatever, you know, it it gives us another way Mm. to together as a united team, you know, get these deals moving and sometimes kicking and screaming across the (laughs) line. (laughs) Dragged across the finish line. Dragging them across the finish line. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, look, I think that's some really um, some useful uh, examples. Mm. And I guess just generally, maybe I'd like to just Mm. talk between the three of us now about uh, maybe we might talk about lawyers and then maybe we can also talk uh, about uh, brokers and advisors because I think there's a few different things here we could cover. But firstly, what is it that lawyers have sometimes done that you've seen in the past 
Matt, that really mm-hmm. annoy you? What are things that like really create a problem with a deal? And we've yeah. and just letting you know we've only got limited time on this podcast. That's all right. That's right. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it brief. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> no, it's, um, there's probably a, a, a couple of main things. Well, the, the first one really is the communication side of things. Yeah. Um, where if, if it's, it might be a uh, a lawyer that the you know, the vendors used for a, um, a property transaction in the past, and I say, okay, well, you know, have they got experience in selling businesses as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, they do everything. Like, oh yeah. god, this is- <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a <laughs> good uh, that's a good yeah. flag, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I had one of those. I think it was late last year. Uh, 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 they do everything type of uh, solicitor who'd obviously done a lot of property transactions for this this vendor, and they yeah. had a good relationship, but um, they were. Quite um, old school, didn't really want to engage me uh, <laughs> at any level, unfortunately. Uh, weren't responding to emails and calls and so on. And it was, it was embarrassing and frustrating, but I had to ring the vendor, the, the client, and say, um, <laughs> what's going on with the solicitor, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, when we're exchanging? Um, so it was, uh, it was painfully frustrating, and there was a couple of things that came up which we could have addressed before they came up um, had we been working as a team. So that's probably my, my number one gripe, just the lack of communication. Uh, the other one is solicitors changing the terms of a deal after they've been agreed. So uh, sometimes it's to benefit the uh, the client, but it's, it's good for me to know as well. And there was a, an example a while ago where we, um, we were selling a business and it was a, a business that the purchaser wasn't too familiar with the industry. It was a, a, another underground locating one. I've sold quite a few of those. Mm. And the buyer was coming from outside of the industry. And we had agreed a, a four-week handover, which was included in the sale price. Um, but I could tell that the, the buyer had some apprehension about how quickly he'd pick up you know, the, the role. And I spoke to the vendor and I said, you know, would you be happy to be on call for, you know, say, three months? So you'll be a consultant, $100 an hour, whatever it is. Can you answer the phone? come and help the guy out if need be. He said, yeah, absolutely, no problem. So we put that in the heads of agreement, went across, and the uh, the vendor solicitor at the time said, oh, look, there's no need for that. We don't normally do that. So they, they took it out <laughs> without advising me, sent us to the other side, and then it bounced back and forwards a few times because the purchaser said, this isn't what we agreed on. So, mm. yeah, it racked up some legal fees. It, yeah. it was probably a week and back and forwards because of that. And it was just something that, you know, was avoidable. Mm. So just... Communication is key. Yeah, and I mean, things like that are just so simple, aren't they? Because they could yeah. just get on the phone and give you a call and say, well, look here, oh, I'm not sh- sure about this. Why have you got this in there? And then suddenly they get the commercial background and realise, oh, there's a good yeah. reason for it. Exactly right. But, yeah, some cynical people, you know, suggest that maybe it's part of a fee racket going on. Oh, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> but <laughs> Not with you guys. I know that Certainly much. Certainly not with you guys. Some, some other solicitors maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how about you, Fiona? What have you seen? I mean, I guess we as lawyers, because I think we actually as lawyers are the ones who often experience the worst because we're constantly dealing with lawyers, you know. You- <laughs> yeah, although, although I have had some, I do have some feedback for the for the brokers and the advisors, I do. Um, I did have an awkward matter where the uh, client and the advisor had a dispute. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I got asked to get involved. 
That was quite awkward um, and uncomfortable. Not, not one of mine, Fiona. Let's no, definitely not one of yours. This was a while ago, not one of yours. So, I mean, one of those things is that we all talk about fostering those relationships. And I know that some of the advisors and brokers think that the, the heads of agreement is the end of their responsibility, but there are some bumps to get along the way. And I do think that, okay, every broker has their own style, every advisor has their own style, and you don't need to adopt somebody else's style. But sometimes a little bit of input along the way is good because whether in that particular circumstance, the client went rogue or the broker went too silent, I'm not going to judge it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's never, you know, that combined team helps achieve things, right? Yeah. And, that's, yeah. and that's what happens. So, one of those things too is like, and to be honest, some clients are more needy than others, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it also helps. The broker has been dealing with them, you know, with these examples where you've had it on sale for six months. Six months, they can give you a bit of a heads up on how best to deal with that client to keep that client happy, right? Yeah. I have a different style depending on the clients. Some of them, you know, we say, g'day, mate, what's going on? Others, it's very yeah. formal and we, you know, and it just depends on what they're looking for from their solicitor. Sometimes understanding those individuals and passing that information will make a massive difference to the ride for me. Yeah, 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 I absolutely agree. Mm. And I guess, you you know, I think one of the styles that I've noticed in you, Matt, as well, and I think that sort of shines through in your client relationships and, and you know, in, in us being able to form a bit of a, you know, client expert team together is you're very personable. And maybe that's just a comment just generally for the industry as a whole, because these are really, it doesn't matter what size the deal actually is at the end of the day they're almost always really important to the people who are involved like it's a high emotion environment don't you think and we have an awesome responsibility at this stage in their their business life or or where Mm. wherever it is and and I think one of the reasons that we've all gelled well together is because we all appreciate the importance of that but were you people driven as well? So yeah, yeah I, I I don't know if I'm just yeah no, and I look I agree with my, that my and, side, but <laughs> and, I, and I, I always remind myself and, and most of the uh, the vendors that I have uh, are of retirement age, which is why they're selling, and they've built a business over you know thirty ish years, whatever it might have been. A lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears have gone into that, and uh, in a lot of cases, that's probably what they're retiring on. So it's it's not just a simple, from my point of view, it's not a simple transaction like you know selling a any other asset. Um, this this is it for them. This this might be the next 20, 30 years into their retirement. So hey, you want to get top dollar for them. Appreciate you know the the effort they've put into building that business and to look after them along the way. So, and a lot of these guys haven't sold a business before. It's been their only business they've had, guys and girls. Okay. And yeah. um, just need to be. I need to be conscious of that and you know, keep keep in touch. Uh, my my job's not done at exchange. You know, I I want to stay in touch until we've we've settled. They've got through that handover period and so on, and just to make sure that they're they're, they're comfortable and, and things have gone uh, as well as they could have gone. Yeah. yeah. And sorry, do, did you have anything to throw in there, Fiona? I just wanted to say it's amazing what a little bit of care and respect can do to a transaction. Yeah. Mm. You know, it really does position deal better if 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 people you know you acknowledge what they're going through and what it means to them, and. Mm. You know, as you said, Joe, no matter what the value on the dollar of the contract is, it's a big deal for each of the individuals mm. involved. 
Yeah, I think you're absolutely 100% correct there, Fiona. I'll just add to that in terms of the uh, the deal size. Yeah, Fiona just assisted me with the sale of the business, which was just under a million dollars, and it all went relatively smoothing. There was a, a bit of back and forwards between um, the, the two sides, but it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. But um, I compare that to a restaurant that I sold about a year ago, and we, we got $40,000, so quite a, a small sale, and that, that dragged on for, for a long time. It was a very stressful process for the other uh, vendor, and oh, they just wanted to get out of their lease. They were having a lot of issues outside of the uh, the business sale, and that was probably a more an emotional transaction for, for them than the almost million-dollar sale, but um, the uh, transaction just, just recently. And uh, I don't think I've had a, a vendor more appreciative of my, my services because they were the sort of people that were calling me over Christmas saying, hey, how's things going? Is this happening? Is that happening? And so on. And I uh, probably put a lot more hours into that sale than the, the other sale that I just mentioned. Mm. Um, and it, look, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it's good to get paid at the end of the day, but you always forget what the dollar value is on the sale. And, and mm. yeah, everybody's my number one client. You know, it's such a good point that you make, Matt, because I guess at the end of the day, you know, there really is a massive impact of what we're doing in this industry. You know, in this industry, you have the opportunity to make an impact on people's lives. So I guess that's, you know, that really is a, a nice thing. Yeah. But it's operating in recognition of that. And I think that's even more important or even more reason why we need to, why there's so much benefit to acting as a united team, Mm. you know, to make the process a positive (laughs) and as smooth as possible, (laughs) even though we all acknowledge no matter Mm. how much we know about the area, there will still be issues that arise during the way. But it's not the fact that there's issues, it's how we all deal with those issues together that makes a difference. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That's the point. Um, And that's the benefit of a united team. And that's the benefit of having a strong relationship so that we can be full and frank with each Mm -hmm. other as well and provide that support along the way and information that um, sometimes I think is a really good point you made earlier, Matt, which was, you know, you said that we never make you feel silly for asking things or something like that. And I just Mm -hmm. think it's like a really good point to highlight because I I feel so often that even people who are quite, um, who have had like lots and lots and lots of really senior acquisition experience don't necessarily you know, no one knows everything about the mm-hmm. area, right? But but the yep. biggest issues come in when people feel too concerned to ask the questions mm-hmm. um, and they feel like they, they're meant to know the answer to everything. Yep. So I think there's a really good point in honesty and openness in terms of putting your hand up when you aren't sure and going mm-hmm. to people who are going to be there and support you and give you the answers at that point. So I guess that's just one thing that I think is worth throwing in there. Yeah, no, 100% agree. So it's, it's nice just being able to, to, I call it the hotline now, call the hotline. That's because we're so attractive that we're on podcasts, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Fiona, this is I've been told I've got a good face for right now. <laughs> <laughs> and here's all, uh, where I'll announce we're heading for YouTube soon with these shows. <laughs> 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 okay good work well look thanks team i think that's been a really useful summation thanks both for coming in any parting words from either of you have we covered the field do you reckon uh no look from my point of view i'd just thanks to both of you for um the the assistance over the the last 12 months and all thereabouts it's um it's 
it's been excellent. I'm looking forward to doing a lot more deals uh, with you both. <laughs> oh, look, we love you, Matt. You're absolutely fabulous. And, and you're just the example of people we absolutely love to work with. So a big thank you from, from us as well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Brilliant. Okay, well, that's a wrap. Thanks, team. And we'll have to bring this expert panel back, I think, at some stage. I like it. I'm not sure about you, the listener, but I loved it. I hope you did too. Well, that's it for this episode of The Deal Room Podcast, where we were talking with Matt Gretsch from SME Business Sales and our very own Fiona Yeand from Aspect Legal, all about the importance of a strong relationship between broker or advisor, um, client and lawyer. I hope you found today's podcast useful listening. And if you'd like more information about the topic, or if you'd like to contact Matt or any of our lawyers at Aspect Legal, then just head over to the website at thedealroompodcast.com. There we will link straight through to Matt Gretsch and we'll also provide a link through to our lawyers at Aspect Legal if you or your clients would like to discuss any legal aspects of sales or acquisitions. And if you're a broker, advisor, or an accountant who works with clients in the sales and acquisition space, then we are very happy to extend to you our partner program. Now, our partner program is a free program that you can join up to if you're a broker, a corporate advisor, or an accountant or any other advisor to businesses who are dealing with leading into a sale or acquisition of business or shares. And as part of that partner program, we offer you free access to our legal hotline, which is effectively a support line to our specialist lawyers that you and your team can call on as and when you wish, to clarify any legal issues that might arise during the sales process, even if we're not the lawyers engaged on a transaction. Now, as you probably heard in this podcast with Matt, that extends to assisting you in terms of developing strategies as you're trying to carve a deal out together and working out what documentation to use in those initial stages of a deal or a discussion, all the way through to providing feedback or a sounding board on things that might be happening during a deal even we're not engaged in the deal. We provide this service because long-term relationships are deeply important to us and we want to provide every opportunity possible to support you and your team in getting transactions cross the line fast or getting your clients prepared properly for a deal, whether or not they're on the buy side or the sell side. Now, as part of that partner program. We also offer you to pass on to your clients or prospects a free pre-sale legal review where we jump on the phone or, or in person and we discuss through our specialists, lawyers, all of the essential legal issues that your clients need to be aware of and to help educate them about the process and the timelines from a legal perspective and to help uncover any potential legal issues that might slow down the sale or cause road bumps because doing this examination in the beginning can pay off massive dividends into the future. This type of education for your clients will help to ensure that the transaction progresses as quickly, smoothly and efficiently as possible. And the third element that forms part of this partner program is a match-up database that we run. So we run this uh, match-up database between brokers, corporate advisors and accountants um, and also business buyers and sellers where effectively we are 
are able to connect up accountants or brokers or corporate advisors with businesses who are looking either to sell or acquire. So if you're on a partner of ours, you go straight onto that partner database where we can see opportunities to provide matchups, then we introduce you in. And the final element of our partner program is ongoing education in the form of seminars, webinars, and meetups. Now, that's something new that we are introducing into the partner program in the last half of 2019. So if you're already a partner, fabulous. We're looking forward to having you along to some of these events in the future. And if you're not a partner, then all you need to do to become a partner is pop us an email at partners at aspectlegal.com.au and just simply say in your subject column, I want to become a partner and uh, send us your details and we'll get in contact with you. It's as easy as that. Well, that's it for today's episode. I just wanted to thank you so much, our listeners, for listening in, continuing to listen in. If you enjoyed what you heard today, then we would be absolutely grateful if you would pop over to Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast player and leave us a review. And of course, make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. All right. Well, thanks again for listening in. You've been listening to The Deal Room Podcast and I'm Joanna Oki. See you next time. Aspect Legal has a number of great services that help businesses prepare for a sale or acquisition to help them prepare in advance and to get transaction ready. We've also got a range of services to help guide businesses through the sale and acquisitions process. We work with clients both big and small and have different types of services depending on size and complexity. We provide a free consultation to discuss your proposed sale or acquisition. So see our show notes on how to book a time to speak with us or head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to The Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au. 